0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome this 15th Sunday after Pentecost to Queen Anne Lutheran Church, a place of grace where all are welcome. Whether you are a first-time visitor, a longtime member, or somewhere in between, we are glad to see you here. As always, a few reminders before we begin our worship service. First, as a gift to your neighbor and to yourself, we invite you to silence your phones. Next, uh, we continue to observe COVID precautions, so please be sure if you receive Eucharist at the rail to sanitize your hands. We also have communables if you wish to receive from your pew and masks on the table in the narthex. Our guest speaker today is Pastor John Michael Barrick. He will be reading the gospel and providing the message Special thanks to everyone else involved, including our assisting minister and so forth. I invite you at this time, please, to uh, have a moment of silence with me as we prepare ourselves for worship. Our gathering hymn is God of the Sparrow, number 740 in the red hymnal. Please rise as you are able. let Our service begins with the apostolic greeting found on page two of your worship bulletin. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In
1: peace, in peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the reign of God and for peace throughout the world, for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For your people here who have come to give you praise. For the strength to live your word, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, and defend us, O God.
0: The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. O Lord God, renew and preserve your church with your love and grace. Without your help, we fail. Remove far from us everything that is harmful and lead us toward all that gives life and salvation through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Please be seated.
2: First reading is from Ezekiel. So you, mortal, I have made a sentinel for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked ones, you shall surely die. And you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn away from their ways. The wicked shall die in their inequity. But their blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn away from their ways, and they do not turn away from their ways... The wicked shall die in their inequity but you will have saved your life now you mortal say to the house of israel thus you have said our transgressions and our sins weigh upon us and we waste away because of them how then can we live say to them as i live says the lord god i have no pleasure in the death of the wicked But that the wicked turn from their ways and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways. For why will you die, O house of Israel? Word of God, word of life. Please join me in a responsive reading of the Psalm Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I
3: shall keep your teaching. I shall keep it with all
2: my heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for that is my desire. Incline my heart to your degrees, and unjust stain. Turn my eyes from beholding falsehood. Give me life in your way. Turn away the reproach that I dread, because your judgments are good. The, for your commandments, by your righteousness and my the Second reading from Romans: "O no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery, not in letitiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, instead, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision of flesh to gratify its desires. Word of God, word of life.
4: Thanks be to God.
2: Please rise for the reading of the gospel.
1: Hallelujah.
4: holy gospel according to Matthew the 18th chapter Jesus said to the disciples if another member of the church sins against you go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone if the member listens to you you have regained that one but If you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Driven by love, Jesus teaches and exemplifies a relentlessness for reconciliation as he opens up a conversation with the disciples about forgiveness. Now, I don't know about you, Pastor Peterson, but I sure would have liked to have at least one course on forgiveness in seminary. Even if it's just two credits. It's even in all of our Lutheran constitutions, somewhere, this chapter, Matthew 18, that we will live according to these words of Jesus. But offering and receiving forgiveness is incredibly challenging for us and we've made up things and behaviors along the way that make it even more confusing. And so maybe it would be helpful if I try to be incredibly clear about what forgiveness is not. It is not condoning, forgetting excusing, being tolerant of disrespect, minimizing your hurt, denying or suppressing anger, ignoring accountability or justice. Forgiveness is not a free pass. It's not saying what happened was okay. Forgiveness is not contingent upon any of these things. These things are completely independent of the call of forgiveness. And in this gospel, Jesus wants to release us from the what should haves and the what could haves And bring us back into the reality of the present moment. And just be with what's in front of us. And if we take forgiveness a step further, it also invites us to look ahead and ask. Even though this happened, how do I want the future to unfold from this point forward? The forgiveness Jesus is talking about is a forgiveness that calls for radical acceptance of whatever happened in the past, even if we don't like it or condone it, recognizing the present moment for what it really is, and realizing the responsibility we play in whatever unfolds next. I'm sorry to say it's taken me almost 60 years (laughs) to come to know that we can't control what happened in the past, but we can choose how to continue on into the future. And every time we offer and receive forgiveness, we open a door to new possibilities, a door that remains locked if we choose to hold on to resentment and fear. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear. And Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord, and Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you And when Jesus had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. Easter people, that's our Easter story. The Holy Spirit is the way Jesus shares his gift of love and his resurrection with us. And if we share his life, then we also share his mission. St. John here describes the mission in terms of the forgiveness of sins. And it's our calling, our baptismal calling, that we enter into this very same mission. It's basic to carrying on the forgiveness of sins. Conflicts will happen, they will abound, but for every conflict we have with another person, I see at least three ways that Scripture gives us as guidance to forgive. Proverbs 19.11 reads, Those with good sense are slow to anger, and it's to their glory to overlook an offense. Now, many disputes are so insignificant that they can be resolved by quietly overlooking an offense. And so, overlooking biblically means forgiving, without even talking to the other person. That's at one level. But if an offense is too serious to overlook or has damaged our relationship, Christ Jesus calls us to reconcile personal or relational issues through confession, loving correction and forgiveness, And so, in Galatians 6.1, we hear this admonition. My friends, Paul writes, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Now, even if we successfully reconcile relational issues, we may still need to work through and negotiate material issues related to money, property, or other rights. And when negotiation is needed, let Philippians 2, 1-4 serve as our guide. If there is any encouragement in Christ any consolation from love, any sharing in the spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete, Paul says. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as Better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. These words of Jesus, the life giving Spirit, this feast lure us into peace. We are lured so deeply into peace, so much so that folks like Gentiles and tax collectors become the special focus of our relentless care. And when we are lured into forgiveness, instead of litigation, we seek mediation. Instead of division, we seek negotiation. Instead of hostilities, we seek peace. You see, my dear sisters and brothers in Christ, heaven's agenda is for two on earth, previously alienated, to come together In agreement. And the God of love is present when two or three are gathered, not only around their own injuries, but also in the name of Jesus. And when this gathering is an intensified search for togetherness, then Jesus is not with one, Or with the other, he's there among them. And here again, we have Jesus doing what he always does. He's breaking down barriers between people and encouraging the restoration of relationships. Jesus is manifesting the love of God, which is the power that drives everything there is, Toward everything else that is. Thanks be to God. Amen.
0: Let us now confess the words of our Catholic faith in the Apostle Creed found on page eight of your worship bulletin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ. Catholic is lowercase. It stands for universal church. We continue with the prayers of the church and invite you to stand, I'm sorry, to be seated or kneel, whichever your preference.
2: Remembering the caring and generosity of God, we pray for the church, creation, and the needs of our neighbors. Hold us accountable, O God. Show your church where repentance is needed and lead us in paths of intentional compassion and listening. Help us extend hands of reconciliation and care, especially in relationships with other Christians and people of other faith. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. your greatest miracle is evident in the wonder of creation. Renew the seas and the soil, the forests and the creatures that live in them. Turn us to ways of living that are, with, are in harmony with the world around us. Lord, in your mercy. Inspire us to lead with honor, O God. Guide judges and legislators, police and government officials to create and uphold just laws. Help us treat all people with dignity and compassion and be compassionate, especially to those in need. Lord, in your mercy. Inspire us to comfort those who suffer, O God. Give reassurance to those who are harmed by others. Bring peace to all who are vulnerable, frightened, despairing, lonely, or sick. Guard their wakening and their sleeping. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Open our eyes and ears, O God. Help us affirm those who fulfill the various ways you call us to use our gifts for the benefit of others, including your church. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. For whom or what else do the people of God pray?
5: Dear God, we thank you for the many Lutherans who showed us God's work our hands and deaths yesterday around the country. Particularly thank all those from Queen and Lutheran who participated in some things. Lord in your mercy.
0: Holy God, we ask you to inspire us to forgive, opening the door of new possibilities. We ask your blessing upon each person gathered here, that you be with them in their joys and struggles, in their gladness in their sadness, that you bring them peace and consolation. We pray especially for Peggy's colleague, Kirsten, for the family of Janet, for Bill Bush, for Bill Cavanaugh, for Dotsie, for the family of Heidi's cousin Dan, for Matt's mother Je- Jeannie, for Chris and Jackie, for the father of Athena, for Kara's friend Lena and brother Ivor, for the Richie family, for Richard, for Matthew, for John's friend, for Pat, Pat's sister Donna and niece Kathleen, for Sally, it's great enough for you. Finley, for Kirsty, Awatash, Mulugeta, for Jan, Jean, Richard, Lisa, Carol, Mary, Hildy. We pray for Denny and for Barb. Lord, in your mercy.
2: Hear our prayer. Be our hope, O God. We remember with thanksgiving our loved ones whose being now rests in you. May their trust in your promise, resurrection, inspire our hope. Lord, in your mercy. Remember us according to your steadfast love as we offer these and the prayers of our heart, trusting in your compassion made known through Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Please rise as you are able. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us share a sign of that peace as appropriate with our neighbor. Please rise once more for the great Thanksgiving.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is our duty duty and delight that we should everywhere and always offer thanks and praise to you, O God, through Jesus Christ. Who came not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And so with the church on earth, all creation and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
0: Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. At Queen Anne Lutheran Church, we affirm the unconditional love of God for all people. In this place of grace, therefore, all are welcome at the table of grace. If you do uh, receive communion at the rails, please, again, be sure to use sanitizer. For those of you communing from the pews, I will direct you momentarily. This tradition teaches that though God fills all things in Christ, God comes to us in a special way, a consoling way, a reassuring way, a forgiving way, where God has been promised, namely the sacrament of bread and wine. Come and taste the joy of God. For those receiving from the pews, this is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. may be seated. Please rise as you are able for our post-communion prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, in you we live and move and have our being. With your word and this meal of grace, you have nourished our life together and renewed us for life in the world. Strengthen us to show your love and serve others in Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated for announcements. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome this beautiful day to Queen Anne Lutheran. Can you feel the Spirit's presence among us? I hope so. Uh, I really hope so. A very special thank you this morning to our guest preacher, uh, Pastor John Barrick. Pastor Barrick said to me before the early service, how many times uh, have you been preached to uh, um, recently? And I said, well, with a big smile on my face, every day at Queen Anne Lutheran. (laughs) But but today's today's, uh, sermon really hit home with me. I hope it did with you as well. Just that image of the door being open to new possibilities in the future through forgiveness. So thank you, uh, Reverend John, for uh, a wonderful message today and for being with us. We have several announcements from others. First, let me invite forward Kyle. Choir resumes this week, Thursday, Thursday of this week, downstairs in the music room. Uh, be there or be square. <laughs> Rich, if you come forward.
5: I have a couple quick announcements. Um, The men's group is gonna be putting together school kits and personal care kits for LWR on Saturday. So those of you who are coming at nine o'clock, let me know if you haven't told me just so I have the assembly line all set up. Um, The day before on Friday, the women are having a quilt tying party. Now it's at 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. So for those of you who work or whatever, We realize you can't make that. But for those of you who are planning to come, remember that Friday. And Candy is still accepting money for her not to walk, walk. (laughs) Uh, She's going to the Phoenix Welka convention. And on the 24th of September, they're going out and walk. By nine in the morning, the temperature should only be 95. And anyway, she's sort of decided she's not walking but you can still pay to walk and the money will still go to where it goes. Thank you.
0: Just a few additional announcements. First, a special thank you for Don and Denny, who are hosting Coffee Fellowship after today's service. I love it when I see Don's name here because it makes me think there's a possibility of Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh, There is, he says. All right, so Krispy Kreme donuts and coffee await you after the service. I remember visiting an Ethiopian Orthodox church where they told me after the the mass, there would be a huge pancake breakfast. I didn't know the mass would be four hours. (laughs) So after two hours, I cut out and went to IHOP. Our uh, fall forum uh, programming began today and I just want to thank, I think he is with us at worship this morning, Dr. Michael Paulus from Seattle Pacific University uh, gave a wonderful presentation on AI and uh, generated a really interesting discussion to follow. Next week we continue with the topic as Todd Bishop, friend of Queen Anne Lutheran and co-founder of GeekWire. Uh, will introduce us to the most recent advances in AI technology. After that, I will give a presentation on whether AI will eventually replace pastors, therefore putting me out of a job. So, please join us for any and all of those forums. It was a delight to see all of you there this morning that I saw, and we look forward to to more to come. Uh, Next Sunday uh, is Welcome Sunday. That's the 17th. Before Welcome Sunday we have an opportunity for those interested in helping worship in worship in the coming year. So if you are interested in an acolyte training, we invite you to join us. Uh, If you know a young person who is at 11 a.m., this is also a refresher for those who have been acolytes before. And then an assisting minister training at 1130 uh, for those who are interested. A special thank you, as always, to our assisting ministers today. Thank you to Jean for your help. Without you, uh, worship doesn't happen. So, assisting minister training, it is 1130. And to entice the youth to come to this, we have that same day at noon uh, the opportunity to make the best homemade ice cream and baked cookies for our, what is it, ice cream social on the 17th after the service. So, Krispy Kreme after today's service, homemade ice cream and cookies next uh, next week, and that will include Pastor Dan's No Longer Eat at Your Own Risk Almond Milk Homemade Ice Cream. So please join us for any and all of those as appropriate. One more thing to note before we conclude, uh, the memorial service for Janet Bush has been postponed. Uh, Bill is in the hospital again, and the family is not ready at this time to uh, to have the service, so be on the lookout for a memorial at a later date. Are there any other announcements for the good of the congregation? Then please rise as you are able for our closing blessing. You leave the sanctuary to re enter a world that is not inclined toward forgiveness and reconciliation. Christ, however, gives you a power to witness otherwise receive the benediction as you go. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. Our sending him God's work, our hands is printed in your bulletin.